This is Latour Live with Dave Latour on News Radio WHP 580. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another exciting, riveting, somewhat controversial episode. Why is Wait that? a minute. Is this our 25th episode? Is this yes, number 25? Is. Yes. Yes. I didn't think we'd make it to 15. Yes. And Dave, yes. Uh, on behalf of you celebrating your 25th <laughs> anniversary, we would like to celebrate you and give you a a $100 gift card to the Firehouse Restaurant in downtown Harrisburg. <laughs> wow. You will also receive a $100 gift card from Blooms by Vickery. Get uh, all your best flowers, including roses. And as a special bonus, Dave. Yes. Special bonus. For 25 years, a $250 gift card. <laughs> To Artworks, the leader, if you need anything arted or frameded, go to Artworks. Frameded? Dave, these are all three beautiful gifts, valuing Whoa. over $450. Yes. Let me be very clear. I shop at each of those places. Well, guess what, Dave? Congratulations on making 25 years. We appreciate... 25 episodes? Tw- 25 episodes. Yeah, we appreciate you. you here at iHeartRadio. Congratulations, and let us commence with this very special, special show. 25th. 25th. So listen, on this twenty fifth, I just I'm gonna get us? I'm gonna get this right I'm gonna get this out of the way right away. And I know you guys want to talk about it, so let's talk about my boat. I know <laughs> I know Oh, oh yeah, I get I gotta get my prop. Hold on. Yeah, I know. I where's he going? What, he said he has to go get a prop. A prop to talk See, about. See, of all the my people boat? he's not prepared. Of all and he's the producer. Right. We that's talked easy. on the show last week. I was like, Hey, I'm just gonna sell my boat. And you know, hey, you can have it. You can have. Oh, nice cap. He bought that hat. being ready. All right, all right. Now we're ready. So, did you buy that hat to taunt me? No, because I, he I bought it before. On, oh before. no, I bought it. I bought it soon as the deal went down. Frank and I went out. I went on to Amazon, bought this because I was all excited over owning my own Dave Latour pontoon boat. So the short story is, I go out to clean up the boat on Friday, last Friday. <laughs> And as I'm cleaning the boat, yes. I'm like, man, it's really nice out here. Uh-oh. Boy, is it and that's serene. before I showed up. It's so peaceful out here. I'm Ducks selling, man, I'm going to sell this boat water. to Michael Parks, uh. you know. And the guy who runs the uh, marina down there, South Point Marina in Scott. City Island, Scott's like, you can't sell this for less than ten grand. I'd already talked about already selling it. already had a deal it. for five. I'm already right. selling it for five grand. Yes. Parks was in. Frank comes out on the boat, and you know what Frank says to me? Just to be clear here, you know what he says? You don't want to sell this boat. Don't sell this boat. I had my polio-stricken son. He was all excited, <laughs> ready to go down on the boat. Was his name on the Timmy? Water. Was it little yeah, Timmy? FDR? Was yeah, it FDR? That's right. FDR. Your I had, son named had FDR. I had all kinds of charitable things I was going to do with the homeless in Harrisburg, take them out oh, on cruises. weekly rides. So yeah. I just want you to know, Parksy, I was seriously thinking of selling it until Frank said, you need that's, to keep the boat. That's a lie. You, you had, need to keep the boat. You had seller's remorse right away. And then Dave's they, they like, well... This is a good seat here, isn't it? Look, I can sit in the seat. And yep. then and he was all happy. Look, I got a grill yep. on it. I got a grill. Look. It's okay. a great boat. And I just, so then I started doing a bunch of conference calls out there during the afternoon. Took the boat for a ride. See? Did it work? Jumped like- in for a swim. No no appendages fell off in the Susquehanna water. So, mm. you know, I'm thinking I should just keep the boat. Yes, Parksy. I'm sorry about that. No, you know I, was... I apologize. I was wrong. I was too cavalier about it last week. <laughs> Mark that. Too. I'm not afraid to admit when I was wrong, and I apologize. Yes, you, you don't have Mark to. See, this is the great thing about men. Yes, is that uh, you know things happen. 
I, that was, I saw that as an opportunity. And also, yes. between you and me, Dave, I rethought the situation, and I, I probably wasn't. You weren't going to buy it? No, because I like Frank says, you know, I've got everything I need at home. I got the pool. I got the Zebo. You've got you know? everything so, you need. So, like, the thing is with men, yes. we, just, we just go on. We just roll. We understand. You know, that was, and Frank and I looked, looked at that. We go, there's no way he's going to sell that for $5,000. But we're not going to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Frank was working the middle. You know, Frank was, Frank could not lose no matter what. Oh, he was, he had visions of uh, adding to his fleet. You know what I like? I like that there's not hysteria over the situation, that we could all get together like three men. I wow. can apologize for being wrong. Yes. You can take it, not be mad at me. I would Because I totally reneged. You know, I, I was going to throw, I threw that price out there like I didn't care. We were like, but you know, yeah. unlike Twitter, we are not, we are not succumbing to hysteria. No. And I told Parks, I said, this is opportunity. Yes. Somebody that doesn't know what he has. Right. Probably doesn't need it. Yes. And he's going to get rid of it. Right. This is opportunity, Parks. Right. We need to strike. Right. But, yeah. but the thing is, is like, no you hysteria know, here. No <laughs> hysteria. No. And my boat's better. So it just works out that way in yeah, the end. Yeah. Yeah. But as our friend and colleague, you know, we don't, we want you to be happy too. Yes. Oh, happy you know? Dave's a good Dave. Yeah. Yes. There's an old adage in radio. If the talent's happy, we're all happy. Well, considering there's no talent here, I'm, I'm, You're I don't think it matters who's happy or not. All right, I'll take off my Captain Admiral hat. Well, Sorry, it looked Parks. good on you. I think you should keep it on all the time. You sort of Can't. look like the skipper, Parksy. <laughs> you should take it. Didn't didn't Parksy look like the skipper? Alan Hale. He looked. Al- a, you looked fact. a little skipperish there. Let's tweet that out. Tweet that picture out because that was. Totally... I'll put it right beside Alan Hale. I just want to talk about. Look, I don't think we can go through a show without talking about our president Trump and his visit to Helsinki, Finland this week. As I alluded to, the Twitter hysteria, the end of the world as we know it, because our president acted like, according to some people, treasonous in Helsinki, Finland. He threw our country under the bus. He's a traitor. He's a wholly owned Russian asset. It's the end of the world. This is the darkest moment of the presidency in the history of the United States. Come on. A treason is... That's Come punishable on, by death, correct, treason? Well, first of all, in order to commit treason, you need to be involved in an act of war. Right. You, the war, you need to be in a situation where Congress has declared war. You could be a traitor to your, comp- uh, to your country. You could commit espionage, but there is no such thing as treason. So people yeah. don't even understand the definition. You know, in the end, Dave, and you and I have our differences. <sighs> you have your side, I have my side. But in the end, I just don't know what's up. I know. I, I I totally get what you're saying. I just think, you know, like every day is the end of the world when Donald Trump is president. And just I, I, Twitter is just the best now to read because it's the end of the world. Oh, because he takes that as his it is the medium end of no. But everybody around him, it is the end of the world. I mean, it, re- it really, really, you, you, have to, you have to admit it's the end of the world, according to what everybody's saying here. I mean, there's great videos online right now on Twitter of people beating up Trump dolls and parades. By the way, the more those videos are out there of people beating up Trump dolls at parades, the more people are going to vote for Trump. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I firmly believe a lot of the things that are being done and being said, especially in the media and the way Democratic lawmakers pile on making fun of Trump, just... Uh, I think strengthens Trump's base, Trump supporters. We still don't have a clear-cut Democratic, and it's early, clear-cut Democratic candidate uh, to take him on. And I think they just make him stronger. And I'll just leave with this. After days and days of hysteria, I go to uh, the Washington Post. uh, And in there is a column by 
R.L. Braun. Now, R.L. Braun works at the University of Toronto and the Davis Center at Harvard University. And basically, the thesis here is Trump's words did not necessarily equal policy. And within the column, R.L. says, uh, Russian defensive has, has depended to a great degree on not being effectively challenged by the collective West, the West being Europe, that possesses vastly greater resources. Putin simply cannot afford an arms race and would be at a great disadvantage with a relatively moderate Western military escalation. Well, the military challenge that Putin fears is exactly what is happening under Trump, who has increased American defense budget by $700 million. And guess what was agreed to at the last NATO meeting? A ramp up in defense so that countries can respond to aggression in 30 days or less, making it vastly more difficult for the Kremlin to continue threatening Eastern Europe. And by the way, they did sign off on a treaty that uh, basically uh, uh, decried everything Russia has done, condemning their aggression in the Ukraine, uh, their provocative activity near NATO borders. Uh, and it affirmed that it viewed Russia's annexation of Crimea, Crimea as illegal and illegitimate. The meeting between Trump and Putin did not change any of this. So we have the president's words, but we also have America's actions. And they are vastly different. So let's all calm down on the hysteria. Let's see how this plays out a little bit. The whole thing about the president being a Russian asset is just the biggest joke that I've ever heard. Did he sound like a moron during that press conference? Absolutely. Does it make him a Russian asset? Don't be a moron. You're being morons. Grow the hell up. Stop with the hysteria. Okay, I could think of darker moments in the history of the American presidency. Nixon resigning. Carter's failed rescue of the Iran hostages that cost the lives of several members of our military. Uh, Reagan and Iran-Contra. Uh, George W. Bush and no WMDs. Uh, Bill Clinton taking advantage of an intern in the Oval Office and then lying about it under oath. To me, those are far darker moments than Donald Trump fumbling over himself at a meeting with Vladimir Putin. And then finally I'm going to end this segment. I think we have about a minute left in this segment by saying I was absolutely right about the World Cup. Pat me on the back on that, Frank. Everybody was talking about uh everybody's talking about uh England winning that semifinal. They did not. Croatia won. <laughs> Croatia won. And then of course, as I predicted, France wins the World Cup and quite frankly relatively easily. Uh, four to two. And, you know, I think it goes without saying, and it should go without saying, that the uh, the captain of France. Mm-hmm. Also captain of Tottenham Hotspur. Pretty fantastic. Golden boot winner, scoring the most goals in the World Cup. Glory, Harry Kane. Harry Kane. What do you think about that? Hey, by the way, I listened to last week's show, Frank. Uh-oh. Way too many ringing of the bells. I mean, you were just, <laughs> you were insane on the bells on the hot box. It was just kind of ridiculous. Like, we can't have that many more bells anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean? Box. It's, if it's my segment, then yeah. I can do what I want. Having, you were just, you were doing oh, it I'm just not to be do irritating. I'm not going to do another segment unless I have full rights over the segment yeah. itself. You cannot ring right. the bell that often. You can't tell often. me how many times I can ring the bell. You cannot ring the bell that often. By the way, we were... 
I, maybe I should turn the TV off. A League of Their Own's on the TV in the studio. I think here. The most... Frank, Frank's just watching. Frank's watching the movie. All right. Well, you're on your on your Walter Cronkite Foster Hewitt uh, rampage. Had to be I, said. It does. I mean, you're not. Had giving, to be said. You're not. All right. Hey, listen. We'll be right back. We got a special guest. We have a special surprise guest coming up on today's show, and a little bit later, investigative journalist from the caucus, Brad Bumstead. We'll be right back. Latour Live, WHP 580, WHP580.com. Thanks for listening. Hear Latour live anytime online on our podcast page at whp580.com. And welcome back to Latour Live. I want to bring in a special surprise guest. There isn't anything we won't do to bring you entertainment here at Latour Live. There isn't anywhere we won't go. Right, Parks? That's right. Is it an American band we're bringing in? No. Oh, good one. Uh, No, we are bringing in our new London correspondent, former guest host, Jill Gingrich. Jill is in London celebrating her 40th birthday. Oh, shoot. Should I have said 40th? Her 30th birthday (laughs) with her husband. As we were, if you guys recall, listen to the show. Her husband's a police officer, so we don't use his real name. So we have named him Buck Cherry. So we want to welcome in Jill Gingrich and Buck Cherry. Jill, how are we doing over there across the pond? We're doing awesome. We are loving life in London. How many more days are you there? We are here one and a half more days, and then we go to Paris for two days. Paris for two days. Wow. Ooh yes. la la. Yes. What are you doing right yes. now in London? What are you doing that we should be aware of, aware of here in the States? You should be jealous. We're sitting in a pub drinking a pint. Jill, did you hear this song at all while you were there? Have you heard that at all over there? Not, not yet. Really? That's wrong. I think... I, I, I've got a problem with that. You've got to find, like, somebody there that'll play that song for you, okay? Well, we'll okay, we still have time, so we're good. You have a, a waitress around there, server, a bartender? I have, I, I have somebody right here at my table right now. Okay, who who is this person? This would be, it looks like a bartender or a waitress. Okay, what well, what's her name? <laughs> oh, know, Buck, Buck, Buck Cherry is talking to her as I speak. Okay, we want to talk to her right now. Put her on. Okay. Hello? Hello? You're going to have to ask their permission. It's boring. Hello? Hiya. Hey, this is Dave Latour, Latour Live. Do we have your permission to talk to you on the air? Um, for what, about the history of the pub? Yeah, now we want to talk to you a little bit about life in England. And, and, and what really what I wanted to know was, are you a Tottenham Hotspur fan? Oh, I would know, to be honest. No, um, I'm probably not the right person to do this at all. I've, I'm still quite new to this pub, to be honest. Oh, um, oh, really? And quite frankly, now is probably not an ideal time either. I'm really sorry. Are you guys really busy right now? Uh, we are. Okay, let me ask you real quick. What is your perception okay. of Donald Trump as American president? Or do you like him or are you against him? I'm, I'm weary of giving those sort of information. Um, <laughs> We're not not going to hold it against you. We're not going to hold it against you. Um, Personally, I'm against it as a a person of the people I am neutral. 
Gotcha. Well, listen, we want you to know we're really proud of how England did in the World Cup, and thank you for being on the air. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Hey, hey, Jill. Jill, was it yeah. was it possible for you to find a more boring English person to Typical put on British the air with people. us? I mean, I snobs. I, I didn't do it. Buck Cherry did it. What a snot! I mean, jeez. I mean, she just filled, fulfilled every sort of uh, stereotype right. of somebody from London that that you could ever imagine. She had no in, she had no personality. Well, she seemed really nervous too. Well, that's what happens when we put Buck Cherry on the cake. Well, what time is it there right now? Well, let's put Buck it Cherry is, on the phone. Okay, what? Buck, it's 620. All right, yeah, put Buck Cherry on the phone. Hey, I'm Buck Cherry. What's up? Hey, Buck, how's, so now that Jill's <laughs> off the line, and you yeah. can walk away if you want, is, is, are you having a good time, or is she, start, is, is she starting to wear on you a little bit, you know? <laughs> Have you had her, your first fight yet? <laughs> it's her 40th birthday. Is she, like, starting to act like the queen over there now, and, you know, like, hey, it's well, my birthday, Buck, we're going to do what I want to do? Oh, I've already resigned to the fact that I live that life 100% of the time. So, um, <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's 100% what she wants to do, and occasionally it's sometimes something I enjoy doing also. So. What, what do you, what, what kind, are you drinking beer right now? Absolutely, yeah. What are you having? having uh, what are you having? It's, it's a Frontier Lager, which is a handcrafted ale from the Barrel Boy and Banker. This place is actually really known for its ale and pie. So you know what I mean by, like, the steak meat pies that they have here. So you're eating pies. You're eating one of their pies. Well, I'm actually still waiting for the pie, but... Uh, what pie did you order? A couple of, what pie did you order? I, I ordered the... Um, oh, gosh. I say actually... I ordered the uh, Hampshire Ham Hock Pie. Oh, so it sounds so good. Uh, oh, yeah. Anything that says ham hock is good. Hey, Buck, we want, here's what you, we want you to do. We want you to take your phone up there. We want you to walk up to the bar and say, give me a Coors Light and a Chicken Nuggets and see what they do. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You know, First Buck. Off, I would never, I would never order a Coors Light. Buck's a, Buck's a cop, and too, he man. <laughs> he's, a, he's no dummy. <laughs> he's no and dummy. Then, uh, yeah. No, it's only real beers. That's all I've ever had. Uh, already a couple of pints down. Actually, Jill just finished her first pint of cider. I'm sure she's ready to order. Does she only drink so. cider? She took a picture uh, on social media of cider earlier. Do you sell cider over there? Oh, yeah, a lot well, of cider. She'll, she'll drink wine. I mean, cider is her... Her this is bull. Go to. This is bull. Her go to. This is ridiculous. Yeah, a little bit. Little I mean, bit. this is lame. This is weak. She's got to drink some beer over there. Sure. This is she's unacceptable, to go Buck. Fully gluten free. No, what? She won't. She's trying to go fully gluten free. Buck. Buck. Ugh. Buck. I have to. We, I have to. I have she, to st- she already forced me to eat a gluten free pizza. What the hell is wrong? Like she, she forced you. Like I said, well, it's it her birthday. It's her birthday. Queen once. And I just sometimes. I'm really ticked off. You got to put her yeah. back on the phone, Buck. You got to put her back on. <laughs> so we're having some gluten free. No, this, this is ridiculous that you're not having a single English beer over there. That is bull because of this. How do you go to London and go, I'm going to eat gluten free? Yeah. You never eat gluten free here. I do eat gluten free there a lot. I, we ate a lot of gluten 
yesterday. I don't drink beer at home. Damn it. You Get some are NA drinking. Beer. Jill, I'm the only person that's going to order you around on your birthday, on your 40th birthday. You must drink a beer, and there must be video evidence of it. Frank, what do you think? That's kind of lame, isn't Coors it? Coors Light. She's yeah, in England. She, yeah. Drinking cider. I, I, I'm a little disappointed that you're really not getting into the fabric and the traditions uh, that exist over there, and you're kind of doing well, that. We do have fish and chips on the docket for tomorrow for lunch. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hey, great. So did you just say that's, gonna, that's creative. You figured out what you're going to eat tomorrow? You know what we you're eating tomorrow. fish and chips on the docket. We're eat, where's dinner tonight? On the or docket. are you eating dinner now? We're going to eat dinner after. We're going to eat dinner a little bit. I'm going to probably have a pie myself. Is everything choreographed and scheduled for you? And I mean everything no. over the next no. couple of days? No. We've been, we had three things know, scheduled Jill. in London. Everything else has been doing fly by the seat of our pants. Are you, uh, what did you do today that was fun? That you, <laughs> can, that, that you can no. discuss publicly? We went to Windsor Castle and we toured the castle. Very cool. Very cool. And St. George's Chapel. So we saw where Megan and Harry got married. Um, and then we did the hop on, hop off, hop off bus, and we kind of just went around the city. So, yeah, it was a good. We went off to the castle. Are you pub hopping? Have you reserved any time for pub hopping? Because when we've I went done, to London done, the first day, I pub hopped. That's all I did. We've, we've done a little pub hopping. We did a little bit the first day we were here. We did one yesterday. Um, one. This, this is the Dude. first one. We wanted, we ate at a puppet lunch. Yeah. Gee, uh, Jill, do you think that you, when people look at you, the locals there, they go, tourist, American tourist. Oh, there they are. There is, there is no doubt that we stand out like tourists. She has a baseball nationals hat on. Make America, make, make America great again. Hat. Why do you stand out as we're, we're, we're talking with special guests. We're talking with special guest Jill Gingrich uh, from Latour Communications celebrating her 40th birthday this week in London with her husband, Buck Cherry, uh, uh, and I'm just shocked at her level of focus on her diet on this trip. Um, when, when she gets to Paris, she's going to order some French fries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you going to order a Bradley bag? Remember to call Jill. Remember to call him Freedom Fries, right? Yeah, we're going to call him Freedom Fries when you get over there. I just keep saying America, America. <laughs> I want video of you drinking a beer. That's that's what we want. Buck, we need it. We need a video of me drinking a beer, Buck. Jill, can you just stand up wherever you are and just yell, "I love America"? No, no. Get stand no. up. I dare you to stand up and go, Donald Trump, Donald <laughs> Trump, Donald Trump. Go ahead, do that. No, go ahead. No, no. Come on, I'll give you a hundred dollars. Don't be a chicken. I'll give you. A, I'll no. give you They'll all. give you a week no. off vacation. She's already no. had a week off vacation. Another one. All right, you could have you could have another <laughs> another week, week off vacation, vacation Jill. That's stand, all you got to do. You stand up and yell, Donald no, Trump, no. Donald That's not Trump. Worth it. No, I'm not. No, that's no. not worth it. No, no. Really? Wow, that's, really? that's pretty telling. Nobody carries nobody carries guns in London. You have nothing to worry about. But you with right. a cop. And you're with a cop, for God's sakes. You're married to a cop. He's that's right a next to you. Free week of vacation. <laughs> Anybody would kill to do Jill, that. One free week no, of vacation I, and I and and two hundred fifty dollars if you stand up right wow. now and nope, just twice twice yell Donald Trump. Two hundred fifty and two hundred and fifty dollars from Artworks. And a two hundred and fifty dollar <laughs> gift card from, from Artworks. Artworks. Come on, do it. Nope, not doing uh, it. That's tough. Not doing it. That's at least a couple grand. Jill, what isn't do you it? think, Jill? What do you think would happen? Right? What do you think would happen? No. Come on, Jill. Jill. What do you think would happen? 
No, no, don't ask anybody else. Just do it. Hey, just get up. Do get it. up and do it. Rise up and take charge. You're an American. That's right. I'll throw in dinner at Brico, too. We'll, th- we'll throw in a $100 gift card to Brico. And follow with Churchill was a fraud. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Hey, listen. I'm taking it, over. it. I'm taking it back over for real briefly. Fuck we're, we're actually in the financial sector. Oh, okay. perfect. I think if we yell, yeah, I know. If we yell that here, it might actually get mixed reviews, so we wouldn't get shot. But uh, you might get stabbed uh, over there since nobody carries guns. Uh, yeah, not even the police. So yeah, that's. Uh, Real safe place. Wow, um, sounds like he just stepped in, Dave. Yeah, Buck Cherry stepped, stepped in and in. took over. He All just right. stepped in. Party's right. over. Well, Fun that's over. now he's he's a good husband. He's a good man. Yes, that's why is. he did it. You know, Buck Cherry, I, thank I you for your service. Get, I will I will do my best to uh, get photos of uh, Jill drinking a beer. Yeah, and it's got to uh, be a legit and it's got to be a legitimate chug, Buck. Like she just can't oh, pretend yeah. like to put her. Put her mouth up to the glass. It can't be that nonsense. Oh, no. I'm going to make her actually turn. Okay. There's going to be swallowing involved. Um, <laughs> but... Hit the bell. Well, I'm going to say <laughs> that one. I, I, there are two things I really want to share. Yes. Two things I wanted to share. Yes, please, please. Uh, go ahead. We got, we, got, right. we got a minute. So, go ahead. You said right, that 10 I mean, minutes ago. So we went. You, you know what the eye is? In, it's the yes. ginormous Ferris wheel. Yeah, Ferris wheel, so yes. We were at. We were at the eye we were right there at the base and jill chickened out she really too scared to go on the eye oh, she's so disappointing you should put a piece of gluten-free and, food and then what's the top a, and what's yeah, a, <laughs> and what's the second <laughs> op- that, second so observation we were looking to do something in buckingham palace which is here in london uh-huh. so jill orders tickets to windsor castle <laughs> she ordered tickets to the wrong was, castle <laughs> so that completely messed with our plan the entire day because I had to, when she's like, oh, we're actually going to be touring Windsor Castle in Buckingham. I'm like, oh. Oh, my God. Listen, you're a saint. You're a saint, my man. We got, listen, we got to run. You're a saint. You're a good man for taking your wife over there on her 40th birthday. I hope you guys are having a blast, and I appreciate you hopping on, okay? Oh, we are. We are. All right, we now, are. send send, very much. send that picture, or there's hell to pay when she gets back. Let it, her know I said that. It is ordered. The, the beer is coming, and you'll be getting the uh, photo shortly. It's going to be a video so we can see she's drinking. No, it. no, I right. trust Buck with a photo. Okay. Photo's fine, know. Buck. I don't know. All right, you do whatever you feel is right, be. Buck, all right? I don't trust those two. <laughs> right. I'll be honest. All right, thanks, all right. guys. Have a good one. You're, you're welcome. Enjoy. Wow, he Thank stepped you. right in on you. Yeah. Hey, he you know, stepped... that's a good hobby. Okay, but kind of lessens his manhood. Yeah. Kind of emasculates him a little bit. That's a good hobby right there. All right, coming up. We're going to take a little more serious turn. Brad Bumstead, investigative journalist, the caucus. Let's talk about some Harrisburg stuff. We'll be right back. Latour Live, WHP 580, WHP580.com. This is Latour Live with Dave Latour on News Radio WHP 580. Bow, 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 bow. Welcome back to Latour Live. Name the artist. Um, Frankie Valley. Frankie Valley. 
Oh, what a night. Oh, what a night. It might be. Is it, is it Frankie Valley? Valley? Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. You got it. You, you looked at me like I was nuts. I know. You're right. Like a special you're edition. Right. Special mini edition of Look Hot how curt your show is to have Frankie Valley with an intro out into a segment. Hey, thanks a lot. You know that. <laughs> thanks a lot, Barksy. That's great, man. You know Frankie Valley. Our made, over 60 yeah. demo is going to love that <laughs> Frankie Valley made Rich Claire. The man that he is today in that entire industry. Who the hell's Rich Claire? Claire Brothers. Who the hell's Claire Brothers? Claire Brothers. He did all the concerts. Dave doesn't do concerts. Lidditz? No, I don't do concerts. Rock Lidditz? He doesn't do Rock Lidditz. No, what's Rock Lidditz? Rich Claire does Ooh. the sound for some of the biggest bands, if not all oh, the biggest bands. Oh, and then they come and do sound checks and yep. lit it. Yep. And they like, I believe in. U2's been in Lotus. town. His claim to fame was he created speakers, and then what happened was uh, Frankie Valley. he wanted these speakers to make him sound good, and then he spread the word about it to all his buddies back in the uh, 70s, and then... He and that's became, how it started. Yeah, that's how it all started. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting stiffed on our next. Uh, that's okay. Our next guest. Then he wasn't Brad worthy. Brad out of the caucus. He wasn't worthy. We're getting stiffed. Well, he's an investigative reporter. He might be investigating something. Us, you. Uh, I hope so. That'd be great. And listen, regardless of whether Brad's on, you got I just a video. want to give a shout out as a former journalist to what they're doing at the caucus. And uh, if you're interested in learning more about it, go to caucuspa.com, and I suggest you subscribe. It's a new weekly newspaper in Harrisburg, a product of Lancaster newspapers, and it's all dedicated to what's going on at the state capitol in Harrisburg. Profiles, news, uh, but they really, their their bailiwick really is investigative journalism and and bringing things to light that day-to-day beat writers don't have the time to do in Harrisburg. We've got quite a few reporters from around the state covering state government, but they're caught up in the day-to-day. And uh, a lot of what they do at the caucus is investigative. And, and they bring up little nuggets like uh, in in the upcoming, in their, their newest edition, uh, they have a write-up about Alexis Brown. Do you know who Alexis Brown is? No. Well, she retired as the House of Representatives comptroller. And then when she when she did this, she retired in March 2016 after nearly 42 years. So when she retired, her state salary was $150,000, according to PennWatch, an online database. The month after she retired, she got paid out two lump sums for unused sick time and vacation pay. Oh, wow. And this is what drives me crazy yes, yes. and why people hate government is if you and I or the three of us Look, I run my own company, so I know I don't provide this benefit, but who would? We don't get paid for unused sick time or unused vacation pay. She got a lump sum of over $50,000. I'm sorry, where is it? Uh, Yeah, $50,041. And then guess what they did? They added it to her salary. No, they they hired her immediately as a consultant for $77 an hour. The idea, the idea was to keep her on until her successor could take over and, wow. and was more comfortable. So she collected her first pension payment the month she signed the contract. Her gross monthly pension is over $12,000. So she's making 145 <laughs> That's great. Alexis Brown is making... She's brilliant. Is making over $145,000 a year. This is the BS they do in Harrisburg right. all the time right. when these lifer, these lifer staffers, and they know who they are. They retire. They collect all this unused sick time. They get paid out for it. I mean, it's a total ripoff. So not only was she getting her pension, but she also got uh, – that allowed her to collect 37000 in state consulting 
dollars in 2016 and another three thousand in 2017. A grand total of forty thousand dollars plus on top of her pension. <laughs> so she was taken together. Over Brown grand. collected the year she retired. Brown collected one hundred eighty-two thousand seven hundred seventy-nine dollars. Wow. I mean. I think it says it all about yeah. the problems in Harrisburg and how ridiculous this stuff is and why people don't trust government and and when when it's budget time and people are crying poor. You know why we're crying poor? Because of BS like that. Right. Because people can retire and collect these huge sums of money from – look, I get it. Your pension's your pension. Okay? Right. And you put into your pension and you deserve to get what you put into your pension. But when you get to cash in on things that normal – People, you know, in a state where the median income isn't more than $40,000 a year and you're collecting lump sum payouts more than that, it's not criminal, it's legal, but it should be. I have never taken a sick day here, so I have maybe 400 sick days. If I were to leave, quit, retire, get fired, I wouldn't get any of Could you imagine if you cashed out 400? Yeah. I mean, what that would, what that would. Include oh, ten dollars an hour, man. That'd be great, <laughs> right? <laughs> Tens of thousands of dollars. Yes. you would collect, but it's gone. It, it's but gone. You, unfortunately, you work in the private sector. Yeah, even with vacation time too. And let me be very clear: well, there are there are plenty. Let me be clear: there are plenty of people that work in the public sector that do not have advantages like this. No way. This is not every state employee, but this is a handpicked few that seem to work in the House and the Senate and have worked there for years. If I'm wrong, somebody can correct me, and I'll be happy to issue a correction. But this doesn't happen to so Joe you, Blow working in DGS. If you work hard, see these advantages, oh, put yourself in this position, why should that person be penalized? I'm not saying the person should be penalized. I'm saying, the system is, I'm saying the system is wrong. wrong. The system is wrong. Okay, well, then that should be... And I, and Alexis I get that. Brown has taken advantage of the system that's been put so into place. So you just said she's wrong. Yeah. What, Frank, what don't you understand? It's your money, Frank. It's your tax okay. money. What don't you understand about that? That's wrong. Taking the money is wrong. The system is wrong. It's BS. BS. Anyway, I feel better now. We get a little too serious sometimes on the show. I blame that on Frank. I just don't think she should be penalized. It shouldn't be her issue. What do you mean she should? It, it's public record, though. Okay. I can't talk about her publicly. So I'm not saying but, but you're banging on her, telling her it's wrong. I'm banging she's on the process. Yeah, she's one of many who've one done One of many. Yes. Hey, it's your show. Yeah. So what do you, do you feel, what about the guys who were corrupt and fired from their jobs uh, in the legislature? Are they Should they be able to collect their pensions? Whoa, whoa, whoa. For what? I don't know what the situation is. You're just so saying if the lawmaker, a the lawmaker was, was imprisoned, or a lo- number of lawmakers were imprisoned and fined, do you think they're eligible to take their pension? Should they get uh, their pension? Not, not if they broke the law. But okay. she didn't break the law, though. Okay. Just to no, see. she did not break the law. She didn't break the law. It was a situation that was just, she took advantage of it. Advantage she, put of herself, she put herself, who in this world of us living beings should be penalized for taking advantage and doing the best that they can in this world. But it has an effect on us as taxpayers. Okay, but that's not our issue. That's not her issue. That situation is set up. She does the best she can. She sees what she can do, and she did it. Well, that's the reason why Dave... If this happened to you, I wouldn't behoove you that that luxury. But Dave and this investigative reporter are saying something should be done on the the legislative side. And I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I don't think she should be penalized. Yeah, yeah. Frank, 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 
the sky is blue. Yeah. <laughs> You're not so sure. Oh, God. Way to go. What do you got, Siri, going over there? My point here, Frank, is you're you're trying to manufacture a debate here that really isn't a debate. It shouldn't happen. You're trying, <laughs> trying to, manufac- to manufacture, you're trying to manufacture something for the show. It, the system should change. And I take it's umbrage rotten. with that. I'm, it's I'm, rotten. It's rotten. You now know? I'm being accused rotten? It's No, the system is rotten. Okay, but that, that has nothing to do with her. Yes, it does. It has everything to do All with right. the people that work within the system. Change it. Okay. One of the things that this caucus, you know, this is something that I thought was interesting that with the demise of Penn Live and Patriot News and all those investigative reporters, it's interesting that a lot of these people, thanks to technology, are starting these startup companies and online uh, other publications. Yeah, I think and, I think that's great. And it's great that the caucus, that they're doing this with the caucus. And right. I commend Lancaster newspapers for, for doing this project. I mean, they have great reporters on staff. I mean, Brad Bumstead, who was going to be on our show, but stiffed us, Brad. You're, you're going to owe me a big one for that. Mm. Um, you know, Brad's been a reporter up here for decades. Yeah. Investigating everything for decades. He's He's written numerous books about corruption in Harrisburg. Uh, I mean, so they're they're reporters. They're they've got it. They've got a deep, deep staff of people, and they're dedicating resources to it. And you know, that's pretty rare today. Is pretty it a, rare. Is it a print or is it just online? Both, both. And that's what's great is you can get a print edition of something that you'd never really had seen before. No. You know, and quite frankly, long overdue. And I'm glad to actually see a print issue. I'm glad I could put my hands on it. And I actually make my interns read it every week. You know, it's funny. I have these PR interns, and I go, what do you know about journalists? And mostly all of them say, oh, not much, Mm. not much. I'm like, do you know any journalists? Not really. Do you know what they do? Do you know how they approach their day? No, I make them read the caucus. I make them read the caucus because it teaches them how journalists think, the kind of stories they're interested in, what they're up to, uh, how to do an interview, um, how to do a Q&A, things along those lines. I find it incredibly invaluable. There's other sources of writing that I had them look at as well as television. But, you know, quite frankly, too many kids coming out with uh, PR degrees these days don't even really know a single reporter or how they think. I I think you get a, you have a benefit like I got into PR after I was in government communications, and then prior to that, I was in journalism. So I understand all those worlds and how they intersect and what's newsworthy and what isn't. A lot of these kids today, I mean, I think they're just kind of guessing. Yes. I think they're just kind of guessing. I'm sorry I yelled at you, Frank. Mass communications degree is what they call them. I, I never had a, a little PR. <laughs> no, a PR no, mass comm in, degree. In, in the what do you go to school for? In, mass comm. No, in, in the journalism school where I went to, too, we had broadcast journalism, we had print journalism, we had PR, and then we also had advertising. So yeah. those are the journal. Those are journalists. Very true. Very, 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 di- mediums are very different, though, now. Very true. Yes. Yep. Very true. Hey, listen, gang. We'll be right back. Thanks to Brad Bumstead for nothing. <laughs> Certainly, certainly got a great plug. Uh, We'll be right back with Tour Live, WHP 580, WHP580.com. Latour Live lives on our podcast page at WHP580.com. Hey, Parksy. 
He's Brad's calling in right now. Don't pick up. Don't Can't be pick late. Up. Can't be late. Don't. No, no. Don't pick up. We got to go on. We gotta in fact, f- put him on hold so he can hear the show. Yeah, we're in cleanup. We're in cleanup. He cannot. No, don't put him on hold. Just don't answer. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Don't put him and on. you know this is part of the show. I don't yeah. care. Yep. Okay. Can't call what in. What happened to you today? Can't You're call like in. a different person. No, I'm just asking. I didn't know if you wanted me to All start All soft over. and gentle parks. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Boy, man. You're you're aggr- as, yeah, as you're a bully you're, today. Geez, you're, you're aggressive. You're a bully today. Frank. No, but all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm waiting for Dave to look at me. Oh, I'm waiting. It's Dave's I'm waiting. show. I'm waiting for Dave. I to- know, but we got stop. You wanted to talk about Westworld? Oh What's yeah, your gripe. What's your yeah. gripe? No, no gripe. I finished it. You finished season two. Wonderful. Every episode. You're welcome. At, thank you, Dave. And honest to God, you came to me when I said I'm done after two or three when I got over that hump. When I quit on it. And then it just, it opened up into such a most beautiful series. And I, I was telling my wife the other day, to describe it to someone. Am I off? No, you're on. Oh, to describe it to someone, I couldn't. Yeah, it's very complicated. There's very no, layered. It's it's Games of Thrones complicated. Yeah, there's no way I could describe it. Yeah. Like, there's no way I could describe the last three episodes. You're like, when I'm watching, I'm like, there's no way I could say, this is what's happening. I think it's such a deeply rich plot that you, I mean, you can't, you, it's, it's almost like you can't keep up. The Indian episode? Oh, was, fa- that was the in, best in episode it, of the year. In its own 60 minutes. the season. It's no, not, not boring. No, its own, you can hit that button all you want, Parksy. It's not in boring. In its own 60 minutes, the most amazing piece of television. Because they sell you for two years, almost two whole seasons, that they're evil. Oh, I was crying. That they're evil. You cried? Oh, my. Yeah. You cried? A little bit. When he went in and found out... You cried? Yeah, Dave, I do cry. <laughs> cried during Westworld? I, yeah, I, I cried it once again. Yeah. What the hell's wrong with you? I, yeah, he was a bully 30 seconds ago. Right. He's crying. What's wrong? What's I, wrong I, with I you? Cried, you bully, I and then you cried, cried during Westworld. You bully Parks, and I, you cried during Westworld. I, I cried at Toy Story 3. When, when oh, Andy yeah. was at giving, the end when Andy when gave the gave toys oh, away, yeah. I was yeah. sobbing. Yeah, yeah, that's a little. Yeah, that's, that's that, that I, was. It's worth easy crying. to get a little verklempt. We're I, losing your mic, dude. What's you're, wrong with your friend? You're What's on. You're on. Yeah, you're on. And I just thought Westworld, and then the final two yeah. hours, the story that happened there, you were just like, <gasps> lots of question marks for next year, huh? And did you see the scene after the credits? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, the oh. scene after the credits? Yeah. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. It just, it just went. By the way, I want to know who was in, who's alive or who's the, not. No, who's in the purse? Who's in the purse? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, because they stole. Yeah, there were six of them. Yeah, look at him. He's which ones? Yeah. Who? It's kind of fascinating. There's it so is. many layers. It is, and so many layers of that show. And the Dolores uh, Hale thing. You sort of beat me to the punch on what are you watching on TV. Sorry about that. I know it's your show. Man, was... No, no, it's our weekly. What do you? I asked you about Westworld. What are you watching on TV oh, besides that... Westworld? Oh, Yellowstone. Man, that last. Did you ep- like that? I told you not to quit on that show either. Yeah, Yellowst- Are you watching it? No, you loved episode you three because there's a ton of nudity in it. Every episode from the, from the redheaded daughter. She's naked in every episode. What is her name? Uh, Riley. She's Irish, I think, in real Kim life. Kim Riley, Riley something. Yeah, she's hot. She's she's smoking, but beyond, right. beyond her you being said a, it. beyond smoking. her being attractive, that her part is awesome. I it mean is. that character is so twisted and screwed up 
mentally screwed up from her mother. Now we're learning that her mother was mentally abusive to her. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty fantastic. But I'll tell you what I'm that watching. That took me a while to catch on to. I had to watch that twice. Oh, yeah. That the 15, mother was the mother that 15 was, minutes to come the mother back. mother was well, vicious Well, she's only in 15 her. minutes, but then you don't know that until that time. The mother was vicious. And then the brothers. And yeah. then how about the, yeah, how about the one? What? One brother's like, it's the anniversary when you killed mom. Yeah, and then the other brother. Kelly Riley. Kelly Riley's her name. Yeah, and then the other brother. And then Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner has the coolest jackets. I yeah. want his jackets. Yep. He's just cool. How about when he said to the son, you hit your sister again because they got in a little tussle. Yeah. If you hit your sister again, I'll put your head through a wall. <laughs> he just agreed to support him in his run for attorney general. He goes, by the way, you hit your sister again, I'm putting your head through a wall. I just love that whole family, man. Oh, they are so twisted. I love it. I'll tell you what I'm watching. Who is America? On I Showtime. Saw, I watched it. From Sasha Barra Cohen. I watched it. I only saw part of the first episode with Bernie Sanders. When so, he had Bernie Sanders on, I was in tears laughing. I was so uncomfortable. Oh, it was hard. I wanted to turn it off. How do they off. not know this guy's fake? Did how you, do not, they, did you how not want they, to turn it off? I didn't want to turn it off, but I, I I didn't have the time to sit there and watch the whole episode. I, I wanted to watch the whole thing. Like, I wanted more of him and Bernie Sanders. I can't wait to watch him with Sarah Palin and, and whoever whoever how, else he catches. How about that couple that he's sitting down with dinner with? Oh, my God. They were... <laughs> Parksy, they were like uh, they were heavily involved in the Republican Party, state party. I think in like Missouri or something. Yeah. And he just goes off the rails, being just a completely complete whack job. And you watch this couple. About his daughter. They watch. You watch this couple trying, you know, and how he's like, he tried to have sex with a dolphin, and and this couple's trying. They're so conservative, and they're dressed at a nines for dinner. And they're trying to keep it all together. How do they and do? they love Donald Trump. What's, so what's his premise? How does he get in? I don't know. He never really gets into that, but oh. um, he sets it up as he's doing some sort of documentary oh, of so some he knows sort. The cameras. The cameras oh, they all know the cameras are there. Okay. Bernie Sanders sitting down for an interview, and and he, so he's playing this character in an interview, <laughs> and he goes, you know, you're against the 1%, right? And he goes... You know, Bernie goes, yeah, he goes, well, I want to, <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen's character says, I want to make 100% the 1%. And Bernie's like, you can't make a, he says, sure you can. You had the 1% and then you had the rest and you make them all the 1%. You take They're all, the nine over? And he went back and forth with him. And you Bernie's could just looking tell, at him like. You could tell Bernie was like, I don't know what's going so on here. Me. It was Friggin' hilarious. So, so what's the network? What's the network? Showtime. It's on Showtime. Oh. Showtime had their highest sign up in years when with, with the word of mouth, the show, just so everybody knows, if you're interested in who is American, you don't subscribe to Showtime. There's about a 10 minute free preview right now on YouTube that you can check it out. Oh, okay. It's just hilarious. If you watch any of Sasha Bowen, Baron Cohen's old stuff, I mean, it's just absolutely it, ridiculous. I, I wanted funny. to turn it off. I, it made me so uncomfortable. It made you uncomfortable. Really? I did not. Like, oh, I yeah. winced. I'm like, oh, I don't want to like my hands always on the fast forward button. Like, yeah. Now look, he clearly has a uh, a liberal bend in everything he does. But if you're willing to laugh about it, right, lighten up a little right. bit in life, it's so funny. But that's funny. not why it makes me uncomfortable. What makes you uncomfortable? The part that the where people the people are being duped and they're being lied to, and the uncomfortable enough. Like if that were to happen to me, or yeah, I, I don't know. It just it just makes me really. It's not honest, and maybe that speaks to my character. Do you realize how I hard, just don't like it? How hard that is, though, from his standpoint, how to stay in character and and try oh, to do people. Hard. I think it's talent. Oh no, I think that's you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to do it that long. You wouldn't be able to hold it. Yeah, uh, I think he's, he's pretty good. No, no, I said no. Yeah, he yeah. how brilliant he is to yeah. be able to do that. It's like because you can do it for like a couple of minutes, but for him to do it over a period of time without yes. losing it, yes, that's tough. Very, very yeah. tough. Yeah. 
Hey, when's the, when's the golf open? When's the uh, British Open? British Open week? starts. Uh, we tape the show on Wednesday. It It'll start week. tomorrow and Thursday. My fantasy team this week is Justin Rose, uh, Ricky Fowler, um, uh, uh, Francesco Molinari, mm-hmm. good Italian on the team, Mark says, mm-hmm. <laughs> Matthew Southgate mm-hmm. from England, and Thor. Bjorn oh, Olsson from yeah. Sweden. Yes. I just wanted I wanted a Thor on my team. Right. Thor Bjorn Olsson is on my team. You didn't know one of those. I got players. I got I got Sko because he shot 3 over at uh Sunset last sunset night. Hey, league. congratulations, man. So, so I'm going to put three him on my fantasy team. He's on my my open tournament flat fantasy team. You're just flying. <laughs> You're fine, I don't know man. About that, but... Your golf game is on um, fire. I, I don't believe in golf betting. I think the whole fantasy league golf thing is just stupid. Uh, it's like a winner of my league gets four grand. Do you ever do the football thing in the winter where no. the? I don't do fantasy football. No, the the, the um, suicide league where you pick one team every game. I every did it year. one year. Okay. I made it to the final and I didn't do it again. And all you have to do you can only pick one team once all year. Yeah, and you pick them straight the idea, up to yeah. win or lose. Yeah, yeah, and you can win like forty thousand dollars to the winner. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fun. And it's local. You it's think all it's local easy. Money. You think it's easy too. Like, oh, such and such is going to kill such. And, and you're such. only putting in hundred bucks. Lose. And you're only putting in hundred yeah. bucks. Well, that's that's my that's my fantasy golf league. You put it each put in a hundred. There's about there's a couple hundred people in the league from all over the country. People I've never met. And uh, first prize is like four grand, and second prize is like twenty five. But this third, football was like forty. Yeah, third prize is uh, you get your money back, and then there's pri- individual prizes that go out for for each major. We do each major and the players and players championship. Fascinating. One minute. You're not fascinated at all. No, I, I just said I was fascinated. What do you got going on this weekend? <laughs> you out on the boat? Um. Oh yeah. Golf? Well, I'll try. I was going to be on the boat on Sunday, but it was I'll be out on my. Oh, that's right. I don't have one. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that captain hat. You look so much like the captain on there. I mean, Parks, you really are you really good. disappointed that you didn't buy that boat? No, no. See, he didn't care. He bailed out. He was like, "Yeah, okay." But you looked really damn good in that captain yeah. hat. So then I said to Parks, "Do you want me to look for one on Craigslist for you?" Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, "No, no." He goes in and comes out. Yeah, and a boat's a hobby, Dave. I like how you put that. It is a hobby. Yes. Use it when you want to use it. Don't don't get caught up in how often you use it. All right, it's just a hobby. Yes. Yeah. I'll right. go out there this weekend at some point. Maybe go out tomorrow. In this night. earth, we gather things. Like what? I have a motorcycle. Like what's your hobby? Oh, I can't say that on the air. No. What's your favorite? <laughs> ho- what, what's a hobby? A hobby? Yeah. Yeah. Glory, no, glory, seriously. What's your, what's your hobby? All right, let me turn this down. No, seriously, what's your hobby? Go ahead. Give me a hobby. <laughs> I'm not following for you. Sex. Dude. No, go ahead. Yeah. Parksy, sex is your hobby? I've seen Sko's the hobby of sex. Sko, is, is your hobby sex? No. Would Mrs. Sko appreciate you saying that? It's really inappropriate for you to say. Well, all right, okay. I don't talk I that way about your wife, do I? I do I talk that way about your wife? No, it's and my sh- sex life? No, it's my show. Hey, everybody, we had a great time. Thanks to Jill Helsel and Buck Cherry for calling in from London and a really boring English waitress. Uh, thanks to Brad Bumstead for uh, stiffing us today. Will we have Brad on the show in the future if no. he calls in at the right no. time? No, I think we give him another shot. You get yes. one shot. Nah, I think we give him another shot. Brad's a good guy. Things happen when you're a reporter. Hopefully he's getting a great story. Hey, everybody, we'll what? talk to you next time on Latour. Like what? What about the cafeteria lady from your high school? WHP580.com.